Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast. We eat sandwiches and play games. Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast. A podcast for everyone's day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taste of Dragons, the podcast, the video game podcast that all you street fighters listen to. This week, the seven guys all fell down dead, so no more online deliveries for them. The news is shrouded. Our topic is going digital, physical. And our dragon this week is the godfather himself, producer Yoshinori Ono. And as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda. I'm Lewis. And I'm Joe. Hey, guys. How's, how's the week been treating you? Uh, fine. We're getting a new roof tomorrow. That's nice. Just wanted everyone to know that. Yeah, yes. Yeah, very entertaining adult stuff. <laughs> yeah. Adult life. We're also going to vote. Oh, What other boring dang. adult things are we doing? We put in a new a coax cable uh, that runs through our attic. That's right. We get internet now. And we did our taxes early this year. Oh, uh, yeah. What if our whole mm. podcast was just us talking about our errands? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, yo, some people would listen. We cooked butternut squash yesterday. Oh, I could imagine people in the car being like, "Oh yeah, butternut squash!" <laughs> like just like getting real hardcore on the way to to Mary's or <laughs> Joanne, Joanne's, Stacy. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody has ever cheered on eating butternut squash. You know, well, you I mean, have, I don't think anybody's been like, Lewis Brian, just did. I just so. did. I you, just made it a thing. You have not tried <laughs> our butternut squash. Oh, okay? is that? We hollow really it good. out. We get barley. <laughs> we boil it. We stuff it with all the good stuff. Yeah, Parmesan cheese, fennel. Yeah. It's for real. So it's everything else that makes the butternut squash good is what you're no, saying. No, it was, it was very good. It was, we, we roasted it for... We don't have to talk about this. We roasted it for an hour, though. Can you just please break this down was, the recipe for us? This was a bit. I was trying, a, I was really not trying a, to get us to go show? into that direction. <laughs> we are the taste of dragons. We've said it before. We'll say it again. Um, num, 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 we num. Have. All the num-nums are, are very close to us. num 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 Hey, it's still on brand if we talk about food. Yes. Heck Not yeah. wrong. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to eat a video game. What? I mean, you That's could the, it'll be eat a, a Switch into a game. Cake. That's the finale. Ooh, I like cake <laughs> video games. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you could eat a Switch game and it. Probably wouldn't really it hurt tastes, you. It tastes too bad. I've tried. No, 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 no. That's that's third generation VR. Where you could oh, eat in a video game. Ew. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, I'm thinking about the apparatus they'll have to put in your mouth to like simulate what eating oh, is. Oh no, I'm, I I had braces for eight years. They, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> have you Have you guys seen the picture where it's uh, you know how like there's the meme where everything's cake or whatever? Uh, somebody made a picture of Gladys from Portal. Is cake <gasps> so like they're cutting into Glados and she's cake? That's oh, which wow. is that's perfect. Pretty yeah, great. That's good. That is a good video game <laughs> reference. If you by a chance did not understand that joke, it's okay. We're here for you. We're gonna bring you through. It's a really good joke. Trust us. <laughs> yes, but, but, but please, you, you'll, there's more. There's more coming. You'll enjoy more. There is. There is. And speaking of games coming, let's get into them. Do, 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 do. What, what are, are you playing? You and uh, this week, you know what? I'll start us off. Uh, this week, I actually went in, uh, and, and went back to doing a mobile game. You know, it's been a while since I've talked about playing a mobile game. I play them all the time. Uh, but, yeah, I'm actually going to talk about this week. So this week, I actually got into a game called Epic Seven. Uh, it's one of those, like, gotcha, you know, you put your the coins in for the gotcha, and you get your characters. They could be anywhere from, like, three stars to six stars or whatever. Gotcha. You, okay. know, you know, one of those types of things. <laughs> 
And <laughs> she said, "Gotcha." It, I didn't yeah, do I did. that on purpose. <laughs> I feel like you parted. <laughs> We're going to say you did it on purpose because that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, but, it, you know, it's just one of those types of games. Um, it's one of those games that um, a former guest on the show, Nikia, has been into for like two or three years now. And he's been trying to get me into it. And Is I've it always one of those been like, anime nah. ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those types of things. Like super stylized. Wait, it's very that flashy. Game? My God. Yeah. Every time I run into him, like in the apartment we live in together. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So yeah. all the time, all, all the time. time. He, he's, he's like, hey, you playing this? I'm like, dude, you asked me yesterday. I'm never going to play. Oh, but it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Brian, it- is it amazing? Okay, so it's basically like almost every other one of these types of games I've played. <laughs> it's got like one or two little twists on it. But for me, it's like not enough to differentiate it from other ones. It's your typical, you know, you have four characters and you're just battling other things, kind of turn-based uh, style. Um, you know, their stats matter. Yeah. Normally when you play a phone game, it's because you're like out and about and doing things. And yes. since we can't be anywhere other than our own homes, uh, how was that? How was playing a mobile game within the confines of your own space? Um, it's fine because like this game isn't one of those games where you can pick up, play for like five minutes and then put back down. Like this, you kind of have to be invested in it in order to okay. get the most out of it. Um, so it does lend itself to playing it at home. It's just that... I feel like if I'm at home, I'd rather be playing something else. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, But I've been playing it for probably about a week or two now. Uh, The reason why I got into it, though, is because I have um, Amazon Prime. And with that, it comes Twitch Prime, which is now named Twitch Gaming. Uh, With that, they gave like, you know, free five star summon, you know, all this other stuff that's involved with this. I was like, you know, what? If, if there's any time to get into it, now's the time. So I'll play it a little bit. And it's okay. Like I said, it's it's just generic. Um, it's If you played one of these types of games before, you've played this game. Sometimes you just got to play a generic game to remind yeah. yourself what's not generic. I guess exactly. Nakia doesn't play many other games like this because this is gold. Yeah. We, he does. Comfort he thinks this is like the best game ever. of everyone's opinion. <laughs> I support all video games, games and all you, people playing like video game, games. That sounds lovely. No judgment. No, not at all. So... <laughs> So, like, I can see why this game is very popular because it is it's got a quite a big fan base. Uh, but for me, I'll probably play for another week or two okay. uh, off and on. And then I'll probably stop just like I do is with it, all these other types of games. Is it based off a popular anime? No. Or no. What it does it's just is its, its own it's, thing. It's its own thing. I remember thing. the little I've seen of it, it looked very cool. Like, like yes. there was people flashing and dancing and fighting and it looked like an anime. Like yes, the but, action parts of an anime. Yeah, yeah. What they've done, though, like the one thing that they did do well in this is that they have tried to craft a story, like a pretty good story. How dare they? How and dare they? Each, story. each one of the stages. Bring a, bring a story into my know, mobile right? game. Get out of here. <laughs> I just want and, clicks and, and for the boops. Clicks and boops. Also the name of my new pub I'm opening up. <laughs> clicks and boops. Yeah. Almost like and with the story, and though, is uh, uh, the thing problem. that... The thing that they did differently with this, though, is that so there's like kind of like between like five and ten stages for each one of the acts in between each act, though, they kind of have an anime happening in between it. So it actually is like I don't I doubt it's hand drawn, but it's computer drawn and they actually do have story that happens in between it. That is very anime and very and very well done that way. Okay, so not bad. Yeah, so they do that. Every single one of the special moves each character does has like an uh, an anime like whatever yeah, anime what, flair to yeah. it. You know, they are pretty. Them cool. actually doing the super move. So do they it, just it, fall it into cool. like 
do they fall into stereotyped anime characters or you're like oh that's yeah. that's just goku <laughs> <laughs> for the most part Always. yeah like like there's you know the trope of the really strong uh girl you know who's a knight and you know does that type of stuff uh the main character is your generic like He's, you know, he's been, a, he's been in slumber for 10,000 years and now he's come back to save the world, you know, whatever. Well, so, uh-huh. but it, it's, it's fun though. It, they they okay. do a pretty good character um, progression and everything. How many sandwiches out of five? Because I played so many of these, I would, I'm just going to give it like a two and a half because it's just ooh, generic ooh. right in the middle. I love it when they go half sandwich. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. Two and a half. Yeah. So it's not bad. Right on. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. So What's yeah, that was my game. Ep- Epic seven. Epic seven. So. So and it, and it's an epic, so it's still on brand for me, you know. Was it on <laughs> Epic Game Store? <laughs> <Nope>. Yeah, <laughs> it is mobile only. Uh, but yeah, that's my game. Uh, how about you, Joe? What did you play this week? I have fallen hard for the Fall Guys. Ooh, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Oh yeah, man, guys, we got uh, our finger on the pulse right now. You're doing the gaming so. community. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I am pulsed. I am. I have. I have pulped and pulsed this freaking game for the last week straight. <laughs> that is a way I, to say I watched things. you guys Good. play it on the friend zone, and I, yeah. I, 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 the whole time you guys were playing, I was like, oh, I will never play this game. That game looks like I will get so angry, I will throw a controller because I will lose, and I will be so angry at the end. Of it. And then when you guys at the end of one of your streams, I was watching you guys go through the store, and I was like. Oh, that's that's like a really cute. That, I, I really like that outfit. I can we put the, can we put the little guys in the hard shorts and the outfits? And then I saw how much everything costs, and I was like, all right, when Brian's done playing this, I'm gonna play the game so I can make enough money in the game. So the next time Brian sees like a cute little outfit, I'll be like, hey, buy the outfit for your little guy, and I can watch and I will enjoy your little guy in a banana soda costume, and it's gonna be cool because I will have made that money, so I'm not wasting all your money in the game. And then fifteen. Levels later, <laughs> I have been playing for like three days. So let's and, let's oh. let's break it down for those who may yeah. not have uh, seen this game yet. Uh, so Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout is a game that came out about last week or so. Yeah. So um, that would make it a new, new release. release. Nice, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Good catch. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's being published by Devolver Digital. <laughs> um, it's it's a sixty-player game. Uh, yes. That is reminiscent or takes cues from the current zeitgeist that battle royales are, where it's you know uh, sixty or more people start, and then it, it all comes down to one will survive. Except Correct. this battle royale takes a lot of cues from those old like two thousands and nineties uh, obstacle game shows, like uh, Takeshi's Castle and and, and Wipeout. I think there was another one right uh, there, and then also the games temple. kind of like like fusion frenzy and mario party those oh, types and of things also as well. like like video games as well mm. it yeah. combined all those features together to make like the most ridiculous multiplayer party game i think i've played in a long time it's incredibly absurd it's incredibly luck based but also yep. has just enough skill in it to make you want to keep playing <laughs> it, yes. it looks like really angry jelly beans attacking each other <laughs> yeah you essentially play jelly bean weeble wobbles just <laughs> yeah. running around it's like if you took a bunch of jelly beans and you put them on a table and then you just like smash them together that's what this game is. you know some of them are going to roll at the edge and some of them are going to get that, smushed and, and that's, that's exactly that's what like happens yeah. that's actually exactly i feel like it's happens. if you put them on the table and then just started moving the table like yes. all over your house just to see <laughs> <laughs> just and you bet on one jelly bean you're like yeah. yo i'm voting for this one in the middle red except i'm I, that jelly bean i'm that jelly bean and i have a cool wolf head <laughs> yo that wolf head is pimp yeah so, so so joe's been playing for the last two like like three or four days kind of not solid but like 
for a good amount of time each one of the nights. And you know how she was saying she didn't want to play it because she felt like she would get angry and throw the controller? Um, th- she's still not immune to that. No. <laughs> <laughs> she still gets angry. No. I also did find out, uh, I think it was today, um, there's one of the, there's many mini games in it, and one of the ending mini games is a, a race to a crown that is floating, and you, yes. you race with however many people are left. And I have never won that one. I've yes. been on the ender, uh, that ender probably three or four times now where I was the person who jumped onto the crown and didn't get it. And I couldn't uh-huh. figure out what I was doing wrong. And I was like, oh man, there must've been somebody on the other side. I just didn't see them. You know, yeah. like, well, you know, I, I really just assumed I was doing it. You know, I was, I just, I just missed it. Somebody else did it before me. Uh-huh. And then today happened. I get to the end. I am so far ahead that I have the time to run into the crown, bounce off of it, go uh, back up and almost touch it again. And you know what I realized as I fell off of it and bounced what? off that crown? That I was never pressing R2 to grab it. Gosh, oh, no. no. I could have had... You gotta grab it. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't occur to me until bouncing off of it, watching the little guy's head just bink, and then go straight down. I'm like, what did I do wrong? I was like, oh, you have to press R2, don't you? And Brian's like, what's Damn. going on? I'm like... I would have so many more crowns right now. <laughs> I was oh, I'm so, so mad. sorry, Joe. I'm Damn. so sorry. Okay. It was my own fault. Now the other times it wasn't my fault. Some people are really but, douchebags in this game, but I but love it anyway. It's fun. You you yeah. you're tapping on a great thing. I, I this game is is so addictive in a really celebratory way. You can be furious at it at yourself. But somehow you're just like, let me get in there again and, and just try to get to the end. Because that yeah. feeling when you are at the end and you can almost win after surviving for like four or five rounds is exhilarating. It's it like is. a drug, yes. Lewis. I just want more of it. Is it that I bad? Just, yes. Is it that? I mean, yeah. okay, you need to calm down, sir. I thought you were going to say, okay, you need to do drugs. Okay, <laughs> you need to do drugs because it's not the same, says the guy who's never done drugs. <laughs> Um, but it's also amazing to see how widespread the popularity of this game has been. Yes. Um, even a couple days before it came out, they released a bunch of uh, Twitch streamers, and it instantly became like the number one thing on Twitch for those yeah. three days. I mean, oh, yeah, it was actually uh, an open beta during those ga- those days, so anybody it, could have played it right. if they wanted yeah. to. It was just only for the PC, if I right. remember correctly, for that open beta. And, and, and yeah. it went on for on the PlayStation to have 1.6 million copies distributed. And now, granted, some of that was because it's part of the PlayStation Pass. This this this. Uh, this I'm going to go with a so. with a great total of those is probably because yeah. of the oh, PS Plus because it but was released for even free. beyond that. Two million copies were sold on Steam. Those are people that yep. are just paying extra money for it. Really? Yeah. 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 Wow. Um. And and probably for streaming purposes. Is it crossplay? It is not, uh, from what I understand. I don't believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I am just so happy, and maybe it's the quarantine talking <laughs> that's such like a positive, vibrant, like just fun. Don't worry about yeah. game is so popular. Um, it's a sweet cool down from Ghost of Tsushima. Oh yeah, we've been doing Last yeah. of Us and Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Any need... excuse to mention Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima? <laughs> Any excuse? Uh, I'm okay with that. Oh, talk about Last of Us, permadeath. No, I'm just <laughs> oh, that is news. That is <laughs> news. Stop it! Stop it! I say stop it. But yeah, um, this game is just. This is one of those games. I think. I think almost anybody could win in this whereas you know like with like the the other battle royals that are out you really have to be good at the game in order yeah. to win i think right. this one completely i think almost agreed. anyone could win this completely agreed yeah, yeah. It's i a disagree good entirely <laughs> oh, i do take. not agree i do think you need to have some sort of skill especially yes. at the end game 
I only I'm agree. Just saying, Fair, but I, I do think, think you need to be skilled. I do think though, almost anybody could win that tail grabbing one at the very end. <laughs> I, yeah, I've I know. Watched I've, it. I've been I've, robbed. Exactly. I've won it twice. <laughs> That's yeah. how you know. <laughs> That's AJ exactly how you has know. won one of the finals. <laughs> I'm not insulting AJ, but AJ, former host of one of our uh, one of our <laughs> fact checker. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but yeah, cool. Fall Guys is just a great game for I think right now. Yeah, and uh, definitely we've had a lot of fun streaming it on Twitch. So uh, yes. try to catch us next time if you want to join it on the fun. Yeah, absolutely. Probably might be streaming it uh, this coming Saturday, but we'll find out. We'll we'll see. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, nice game there, Joe, and uh, and somewhat Troy. Uh, <laughs> uh, but how about you, Lewis, and maybe somewhat Troy? What did you play this week? <laughs> Definitely somewhat Troy. Um, so this week, I mean, I was I've also been playing Fall Guys with you guys, um, but also Red Dead Two Online. Red Dead. It's just called Red Dead Online. Online, sir. Red Dead Online. Yeah, same thing. Same thing. Red Dead Online. <laughs> same thing. They get it. You know what did, I mean. Did Red Dead One have online? No. No. Okay. Oh. Well, yes, Wait, it did. yes, it did. Yes, it did. And it, it is did Red Dead. It did, but it didn't have it yeah. like this. This yeah. is okay. no. It wasn't no. officially the same. branded right. Red Dead Online. Right. <laughs> You're right. But you know what I mean. So I've been playing that. Um, uh, I played it because we we all wanted to play like the Naturalist thing um, to stream, and that was fun. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh right, this game is in my top yeah. five games of all time. I'm gonna go back to playing it regularly. Yeah. And I've enjoyed every second of it. I feel like I'm in Westworld. Yeah. The pace of that yeah. game is so beautiful. There's oh. such a lovely patience to like, I'm just going to sit here and follow this deer because I yeah. want to want to get a, like a good pelt. So I'm not going to rush. I'm going to like take my time, like, which is actually lovely. track and take your yeah. sweet time. It could take like 10 minutes to like an hour or more. Yeah. And like if you are hunting and you bring back animals, you have to individually like take each one off your horse and walk it to the butcher and sell it and then go back to your horse and get another one for the, for the bigger ones. But we don't kill animals because we're not allowed to anymore. Right. Because we were taking a look at the roles. Uh, the, the naturalist is a new role that came out. And, uh, you know, the uh, t- tell us how the roles work in this game, Lewis. How the roles work. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, before any of the roles were introduced, it was just like some kind of weird, very loose story. And then they're yeah. like, all right, are you bored of doing that? Well, here's some stuff that you can focus on. You could yeah. be a naturalist, which yeah. means you collect like animal samples and, and study and, them and study them and things like that and get special equipment from that. Or you could be a bounty hunter where right. you just hunt people down and you do that pseudo story track yeah. or a collector or a trader. Yeah, um, it's kind of like, like that. it's kind of like like a class system if we're looking at like an RPG or like uh yeah like a role like a yeah pretty much uh like a class role and it, it actually actually provides a lot of um purpose I think in the game mm-hmm. um so instead of you just kind of roaming and, and living your best you know West World life um you can you can now like yeah go on those active hunts to try and bring back somebody you know alive or dead. Or, or they have a trading. You can you can help your camp become like an economy and go on supply runs. You can be a moonshiner and start your own moon sh- bootlegging yeah. uh, bu- business of getting. Uh, I'm actually trying to do moonshine. that. Um, it's a really neat way to give you to give yourself more of a character. <laughs> but but while while trying to do this, you have to deal with uh, the new rock star environment. Which is very uh, filled with horse glitches and most recently game breaking glitches. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a real shame. We we started playing this the four of us, uh, Brian, Lewis, Mandy, and myself, a couple weeks ago, and then last week was fine as well. But they released a new patch 
over the last few days that broke the game and broke the game so bad it like revived old glitches that they had already fixed. Yep. <laughs> it's fantastically It nightmarish. was really like a zombie patch. Yeah. Yeah. From everything from from cart carts that are on fire indefinitely to NPCs that you just can't shoot, even if they are your mission. No. Um, yep. The world being barren where, where just no one exists. I saw someone walking on a train track, and all of a sudden, the train appeared from underneath them. Whoa. <laughs> and they, got, they like, took them off. With it, it was in an underground railroad. Oh, oh. oh. oh God. Uh, That was established around that. That is topical. Oh, yeah. <laughs> whatever, I, whatever it takes. I stepped in yesterday just to see what these glitches were about. I'm like, ooh, that sounds fun. Let me see how glitchy it is. I got in perfectly fine. Everything was normal. I was riding my horse. There were people passing by. I actually shot a guy in the head. Like a real person? Like, like a real player? No, no, no. Like a N- NPC. Oh, okay. For a quest or just because you're Lewis? Just because I'm Lewis. Okay. Just okay. wondering. Okay. <laughs> I was just riding by. I'm like, they said I couldn't shoot people. <laughs> Boom. Shot this guy in the head. And then his body dropped. Horse ran away. There was no body. I don't know where it went. It didn't follow the horse. It's on the it's on the railroad. Maybe it's on that train. And then I'm like, okay. And then I made it to a town, and in the middle of town, there was a carriage with two horses, just like. And there was a person like driving it, but they were just like going in a circle again yep. and again, and like they were like glitching up and down, going in a circle. See, this is bringing me back to and what then, you mentioned earlier about this game feeling like you're on HBO's Westworld. Yeah, because yeah. Like they're robots. The yeah, they're broken. They're having yeah. glitches. And then I shot one of the horses, and the horse would die and fall and then it would get back up and continue running and on one of the times when i shot one of the horses it fell down got back up and continued running but its head was limp and its legs were still (laughs) running you're the reason you're the reason why robots the ai turns against us and it's not as if it wiped and then like had a new body it had a bunch of bullet holes in its head Oh my gosh. And then Ew. I couldn't shoot NPCs, but then I found a work around it. I used dynamite and blew some of them up. And then there's like, oh, there's a witness. And then I see that the witness is one of the guys that was blown up and he's covered in blood running around screaming help. And I'm like, uh, um, you died. You see, I tried to log in three times, saw it was messed up, and then I just walked away. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't go on this macabre festival. <laughs> I wanted to see the glitches. I wanted to see how glitched this Red Dead Online was. Yeah. But but uh but Brian, you said they released a patch? Yeah, yeah, they're gonna be they they released a patch or they didn't release a patch. They rolled back the patch. Ooh. So they just did it so it was so so the patch that they released was one point two one and they just went back to one point two. So Thank goodness they could do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's kinda cool. So is it normal now? I haven't gone back. No, it it still has all those horse glitches that we encountered before this game breaking glitch, but it's not Oh. Very broken. Now it's only kind of oh, broken. Oh, the ones where yes. like all of a sudden you can never call your horse for a very long time or, yes. or it like, dies or like and it doesn't s- come back. You yeah. sit down to play poker and then your horse is in your lap. That was amazing. <laughs> that was I that was never laughed so yeah, hard in my life. <laughs> it looks like, yeah. I don't know, something out of a horror movie. So yeah. only the fun glitches. Only the fun yeah. stuff. Yeah. But I hope it all gets sorted out even better, and the new yes. the new patch will fix some of those glitches because that game is fun and it's interesting and it's beautiful yeah. and it's really great running around with you you three like We're a posse having yeah. a posse and like what, yeah. what's our new name El Dragon Desperados Ooh yeah. I like it <laughs> uh, It's a great name. It's pretty good Yeah So hopefully next Wednesday or this Wednesday coming up we'll be back with some Red Dead fun so, Oh yeah, yeah Fingers crossed Tune I'm gonna in try to, I'm gonna try to play tonight. Mm-mm-mm. 
They'll tell us how it goes. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. So that was uh, Red Dead Online, Lewis. Yep. And uh, <laughs> what did you play, uh, Amanda? <laughs> uh, this week I played No Delivery. Uh, no Delivery is a completely normal pizza delivery simulator with absolutely nothing dangerous or ominous or abnormal in any way. <laughs> I feel I like mean, you're unless- lying to me. <laughs> I feel like, hmm, misleading. Uh, you do uh, end up in an alleyway with worm-like garbage bags that try to attack and ultimately kill your delivery boy. But, I mean, like, what are the odds of that actually happening, right? 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 Yeah, that's normal. Right? Uh, we played this during our Monday uh, uh, stream, which is, uh, oops, I bought a thousand games. Uh, 8.30 every at, Monday. At 8.30 every Monday. Uh, and <laughs> this podcast is just becoming a long ad for our Twitch. <laughs> just constantly yeah. catch us here this which time. Is, which is sad because our podcast is better content than right. our Twitch right now. We're yeah. like working it's, on it's the more Twitch. Consistent. We should, yeah, we, we should we do have it the a, other way around. We have more of a history with the podcast. It shows how, how fired up we are. We have rep- I mean, our stream's great. There's nothing wrong with it. No, we, we are perfect streamers. <laughs> we know how to talk and play at the same time. Uh, uh, but but no Delivery is a game about uh, uh, kind of figuring out this mystery behind the pizza joint that you're working at where mm-hmm. people keep going missing. Uh, it's a roguelike, so a rogue, yeah, roguelike. Uh, so your delivery boy could <gasps> die and then you get replaced by a new delivery boy endlessly oh. until you figure out the mystery. I love it. Uh, it's fun. It's got uh, like exploration and item collection and you're walking around a very Chuck E. Cheese-like pizza place yeah, I where really there's animatronics liked. who kind of like glitch yeah. out and talk oh, to nice. you. I really like that that aspect. It, it reminded me a little bit of... of uh, uh, was it Five Nights? I, at, I knew you were going to say Five Nights at Freddy's, Freddy's. but yeah. but not but yeah. Five Nights at Freddy. You're like just in that room the whole time, right? Yeah. But this is yeah. like you get to walk around and, and check out all the creepy animatronics. What's the uh, art style of this game? It's pixelated. Pixelated? Oh, cool. All right. Yeah, it's basically yeah, like nice. uh, Maniac Mountain. If you've ever played that game, uh, the Sweet old the old PC game, game reference, Brian. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take it back to the '90s, all the way to <laughs> 1990 a year. <laughs> it, it was, that it was, was good man i thought so <laughs> that was real good uh it was fun the the loop is definitely um something that i would get into uh, you you walk around you explore something and then if you click too many things it's going to send you to the dark alley and then you have to try to get out of the alley without dying and then you get to go back to exploring so um well, yeah you, one of the dungeons you, was just the ball pit right or like right, the, right. the kid zone oh that's cool <laughs> with the slides. Yeah. that's cool you, you attack things by throwing dishes at them or attacking them with pizza so yeah. it's it's silly it's it's, it's silly it's but real yeah because that's what you would do right (laughs) Uh, that was that was that was fun i would give it i would give it two and a half sandwiches oh my gosh oh gosh we haven't given sandwiches out for the last two games quick joe fall guys how many sandwiches two 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 i'm up to like probably four for me probably three and a half Nah, dude, that game's really annoying sometimes. <laughs> I, I don't want to so eat fun. all four sandwiches when it's bad. I mean, like if you're eating like a if if it's like a, a cucumber sandwich and it has like nothing else but cucumbers in it. I mean, yeah, that's a great cucumber sandwich. Maybe I wanted something else. Maybe I didn't. I don't know. Two for me. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, I could see that because I feel like if there was any other game out, Joe would be hopped on that and not Fall Guys. Like if there's any other new right. game that Connor yeah, fair enough, fair enough. But, yeah. but fair. yet, even if it's two, she keeps coming back. You keep coming she back, does. Joe. You keep yeah. coming back. What do you guys think something. of Red Dead? Uh, well, I'm, I'm, uh, specifically the Naturalist thing because that's the new the new release content for it. Um, I would give that a, a four out of five as well because Three? I think it, yeah, mm. I, I, I love I love not killing two and a half the animals. For me. <laughs> 
three. Just because you have half. to shoot things like fourteen times yeah, before they that's lay ridiculous. down. No, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah, you, you just do. have to follow Brian around and let him kill <laughs> and let him uh, uh, sedate everything for you, so, and then you collect the samples. Troy's like two levels ahead of me, and I have shot so many more things than he has. It's very frustrating. It's, I'm not. I'm not salty about it. It's, it's fine. It's only frustrating. Troy always gets to shoot. a shot in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, one. The last one, usually. Yeah. Participation. Participation. <laughs> Participation. Uh, yeah, I get that award. Participation um, award. No, I give it four because it, it, it helped reintroduce me to the Red Dead Online world, and that world is just amazing. Just the, the okay, beauty you know of it, what? the storm. So that's why it's For there that for me. reason alone, yes. Not that reason alone. Because for me, I'm reason, saying. No, I'm saying no, for no, me. No, 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 no. Because the other reason it's also going to be for you is that we get to spend time together. Oh, my God. And we no. get to kind of posse <laughs> up. The game could have done that on its own without naturals, okay? (laughs) But naturals brought us back, man. It brought us back. I guess. (laughs) Whatever. Four to five sandwiches. Maybe like a two and a half. Sorry, three. Sorry to go back, but, you know, sandwiches. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. We had to. All right, well, cool, cool, cool. So, uh... Yeah, and then uh, Troy did half seas with both Joe and Lewis, so so those were his games as well. I was like, hey, can I get a piece of that? Can I get a bite of that? Thanks. Sorry to bring any money. (laughs) And I was like, I didn't say yes, but sure, take a bite. Are you are you are you finished with that? Because like I could if you want. If I could. Thanks. <laughs> I'll share my sandwiches with you. He's he's yes. already got like the half a bite in. Like, huh? <laughs> yeah. He said, Oh, you said yes? Yeah. I'm huh? sorry, were you what? Did you want this back? <laughs> it depends on where you bit into it. Did, did you bite uh, the top part? Yep, the bottom yep, part? Are we yep, on a side yep, here? Yep, Is it cut yep, in half yep, already? Yep, I don't yep, know. Yep. <laughs> he, he only bit from the middle, leaving all the other parts normal. He put the sandwich flat, flat. against his face <laughs> and then, and then just bit just the center of it. The center of the sandwich. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I'm gonna try that next time I eat a sandwich. <laughs> he actually folded even... it in half like a taco, and then just bit the top, no, so I'm it's not both even sides. Fold it. I'm nope. just gonna try to nibble it. Just try to nibble, nibble in the middle. Can you middle. please record that so that I may too enjoy how that works out? Oh man, yeah. And then just like slow, like credit crawl of taste of trash. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now it's getting weird. Yeah. No, now it's getting funny. That's an advertisement. That's an advertisement. It's That's a smut For film. Yeah. <laughs> what? Or, if you put it on Twitch, then it's not smut. It's content. Uh, there you yeah. go. <laughs> Just don't get weird. Just right. get weird. All right, let's move on. Yeah, is, all right, we're off of the games now, guys. That's it. So now let's get on to our news segment. I said a news. News, 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 news. Give me some news. News. And uh, starting us off for the news this week is our old favorite, which is Stop It, COVID. Stop it, Stop COVID. It. Uh, this week, Halo Infinite has been delayed to 2021. Uh, it was wow. originally set to launch holiday this year, uh, but it has been pushed back because of the COVID crisis, and they didn't want to overwork their developers or sacrifice the quality of the game to meet the original target window. I'm so, surprised it's not a launch title. And that was yeah, the thing. I think it was yeah. supposed, it was supposed to, be. to be. It was supposed, it was to, be definitely sure supposed to be. Halo is yeah. Xbox. That that's yeah. uh that's a hit. Sorry, I feel yeah. bad. Sorry, Microsoft. Sorry, yeah, Xbox. That's gonna yeah. definitely hit it, but I mean it's good for good on them. Good on them. I don't think it's the last thing either. I wouldn't be surprised if more like uh more November Yeah, no yeah. I wouldn't don't be surprised. Assassin's Creed. Okay. Um okay. you know, you maybe Watch Dogs. Yeah, or thinking about Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Do not no. <laughs> it, dude. They have to fix their melee combat. But they're not done yet. They're not done with the game. They literally said today that they hope that the combat works out in a few months. <laughs> okay, fine. You know what? If they delay it again, respect. Exactly. C D Project Red, I-, I believe in them. 
after Animal Crossing decided it was gonna it was gonna postpone for about five months, I I can't wait for anything. We're good. No, because I feel like if this postpones, there's going to be something else next year. Just like how Animal Crossing caused COVID. (laughs) Cyberpunk's going to cause something else if it gets delayed more. (laughs) I feel that. I feel that. Assassin's Creed, I'll probably end up playing it because it looks kind of cool. I doubt that they'll be delayed. If Halo can be delayed, (laughs) anything can. I don't believe that. It's Halo. Yeah, right. that's fair. Um, <laughs> I'm not yeah. trying to make you believe it. I'm just saying. Yeah, Good. That's, yeah. that's totally fair. You think that way. You got no problems with that. And then also in Xbox news, the Xbox Series X has been confirmed for a November release date. Uh, no exact date or plans on when pre-orders will open for it have been announced. I mean, it's just kind of weird to me because like this time seven years ago, that's right, seven years ago, in 2013, pre-orders for both the PS4 and the Xbox One uh, were had been already been up for one month. So hmm. interesting. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's got to be COVID related. I it feel has like. to be. Yeah. The yeah. fact that there's no pre-orders I, for either. Yeah. I feel like they're both just trying to read the 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 room no no no, no, no. they're both they both want to put their pre-orders out but no one wants to announce their price first right everyone's just like i'll wait i'll just wait yeah just wait until they do it one of them should release their price and then uh take it back and then release a lower price that's business business they're actually gonna shadow drop consoles yeah, oh she's going to be releasing today. No. <laughs> Here you go. Oh, I hope not. I'm so broke. But Sony yeah. said they're not going to. They said specifically that they would give you notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, please. Unless that was a, a scheme. It was a scheme. Throws <laughs> off the, the trail. I mean, the second I hear I'm pre-ordering like $5, $20 in my pocket, put it on there. <laughs> <laughs> You'll figure it out before you have to pay. You'll figure it out. I'll somehow. figure it out. It'll work out. It'll, it'll happen. <laughs> yeah. Mandy, I apologize for the month before PlayStation 5 comes out. I'm I'm going to be doing a lot of things for money. Let me just say. I don't know. I don't know what's going like to be. what kind of things? Because uh, I got money. I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> All right, moving on, moving on. That was great. That was great. That was great. Amanda's going to be taken out a loan for you, Troy. <laughs> uh, and now, uh, for a rock star that has turned sour, uh, Rockstar released a new patch, as we have talked about earlier during the, uh, the game segment, that completely broke the game on Monday. It was just completely and utterly borked. You couldn't do anything. It made it so that animals, NPCs, horses, many other things either just stopped working or worked in a very unnatural way. Um, and that was when the game was actually working. Most players couldn't even stay in the server for more than five minutes as either the servers would disconnect or the game would crash entirely. Um, it was a complete I was one disaster. Of those oh, yeah, it happened to me so many times. Uh, it's a complete disaster to say the least. Uh, And they finally decided on Thursday to roll back the patch, again, like I said earlier, uh, which players have been begging for since day one uh, that they released it. Uh, Hopefully going forward, they will at least test these patches before releasing them, um, you know, which would be nice. You know, (laughs) novel idea. Crazy. Everyone knows that you do idea. your testing in production. That's just oh, standard course. development. Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> that they would test it before they launch it. I, I wonder what GTA Online is like if they have all the same problems that Red Dead Online has. Not at all. Actually, Not if you all. looked at the Red Dead Online Reddit, 
it was amazing because there were so many because what they did was they released the the red dead online patch on monday completely broke the game and then once you know conveniently on tuesday they released a brand new patch for gta online <sighs> that completely added a whole bunch of new stuff to it so people are like speculating and conspiracy theorizing, like ooh, they just wanted to go there's, to gta online <laughs> there's no conspiracy gta online brings them money Non-stop. yeah like a Red Dead Online is 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 probably struggling in that department. Like instead probably. of announcing a, a new GTA for PS5, they went, yeah. guess what? Online for PS5. Okay. And it's like, okay. Show of audible hands. Who here has spent real money on Red Dead Online? None, None of, of us. us. I nope. spent money. Lewis. Oh, you have too? Real I, money? I, I bought I, it. I, I, I paid money for to buy it. For, what, but I, for the beyond, beyond the initial game. I, I did. All right. See, that's like one out of four. And I think for like GTA Online, it's probably higher than well, that. Well, for GTA Online, it's zero out of four for the four of oh, us. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never even played GTA Online. Oh, man, GTA, all my science. We're doing a yeah. local poll. <laughs> GTA Online is so old, it released on the PS3. Like, and then they're announcing it for PS5. It's crazy. It was, it was never better. Do you no. think PS5 will get Skyrim? Yes. Everything <laughs> yes, will get Skyrim. So. Yeah, I, mean, I just want another game. Is that yeah. That yeah. Skyrim. Moving on. Yeah, <laughs> moving on. Another former rock star came back into the fray as Shroud decided to officially come back to Twitch and signed with the streaming service. Um, this has rubbed some people the wrong way, as uh, some think that he gave up his community for money. So why should he be rewarded with their viewer subscription when other streamers stayed on the site and didn't sell out? Um, and then others think that it's a good thing for the streaming community as he came back to over 500,000 people watching him. Um, I don't know. It's it's a tough thing. Um, How dare to, you want to make of? money at the thing yeah, you do? I think it's a good yeah. thing. It's, the, the, streaming is a, is a new industry. I think it takes people it like Ninja and Shroud trying to break out and try different avenues um, to make this industry grow more. It's going to, yeah. If, if, if other streaming companies can say, hey, maybe I can get one of these top players on my on my account, let's let's try at least. Mm-hmm. I think it's good. I think it's all good. Yeah. I, yeah I, and not I, I, I feel conflicted myself because uh, I do see both sides of the story because, you know, now that he's come back, he's probably drawn a bunch of viewers away from people who stayed with Twitch, you know? And I also see it from his side of the view because, again, it was probably a whole heck of a lot of money and you got to do what you got to do for yourself. So I don't know. I can see both ways. But yeah, but. is that going to make streaming better if it's competitive, though? Like if, if yeah. someone stayed on Twitch and then he comes back and that just makes that person who stayed on Twitch have to like make, or I guess, content that will bring people back to them or something. Yeah, you know? I don't necessarily disagree with you, but but you just put on your big business hat. You yeah. just put on a twirly evil mustache oh, yeah. and, oh, uh, and a top hat. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we're like, oh, <laughs> we've just made it more competitive. It's fine. That's if right. those local businesses want to say our business, they should just do business Because we're in the game now. <laughs> Watch out. Watch out, Shroud. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Taste the Dragons yeah. is coming for yeah, you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, uh, Troy, you got some news for us, right? So uh, there's a new game coming out in, uh, September 7th, the Marvel's Avenger game uh, by Ubisoft. It's got a lot of hype coming up. Um, so, But uh, they recently uh, announced that the beta is open. And with that announcement came also that a new character will be added. They have all your regular Avengers that you see in like the, the movie, like the first movie. Um, but they're adding Spider-Man exclusively for PlayStation users. 
So, obviously, this has pissed a lot of people off that aren't PlayStation users. Right. Mostly yeah. because the people that have played that game, has they have pretty much said, like, each character in that game is incredibly different. It's not just like, hey, if you play Thor, it's like you're playing Iron Man. Like, they craft it. If, like, each game feels like its own game, depending on which character you play, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. So, the fact of adding Spider-Man, a beloved character, and uh, something, uh, something that's going to bring a lot of extra content to the game. I was, I was going to say, yeah, because if they add another character, that's adding an entire different I guess, yeah. story track. Yes. And and it's just exclusive. It's not like, hey, maybe you'll get this a little while later. No, it's just for PlayStation players. That's crazy. <laughs> well, and I, I, I heard that, that one of the problems they had with it wasn't necessarily that it was Sony exclusive. Is that It was a Sony exclusive because Sony paid enough money to prevent other people from getting it. Yeah. So, like, do we want to Whoa. live in an environment where if a game... Video game company has the most money that they will get a better quality game. I'm twirling my mustache right I'll, now. <laughs> albeit that is true, but they paid that money 25 years ago when uh-huh. they bought the rights to be able to be the only they, people who got the video game rights to to do it. They licensed him out to the other care to the other people. They didn't license him out this time. Uh-huh. I, I we could do some research on this, but I read that they don't own the video game rights to him; that they own the movie rights to him, and that the video game rights aren't exclusive to Sony. But I could be very wrong. Um, I did. Hear I thought that Sony on the thing did own him. I, I think Sony. Uh... There is definitely a very close relationship because even like the PlayStation Three had the <laughs> had the Spider Man uh, font in it right. on purpose. Yeah. Like, right. Right. Th- there, there is some type of tie-in that does give Sony a extra one up. When it comes well, if, to if nothing to, else, to they Spider-Man. have a very good working relationship with the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll last year's Spider-Man destroyed. You know, when it comes to sales, um, yeah. it's just it's it's. I don't know. I, I think they're going to relax it. The statement from PlayStation, or, I mean, from Sony, or, or I'm sorry, from Ubisoft was like, "Hey, but everyone's going to get Hawkeye. <laughs> 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 He'll be available for all platforms, you know? And, uh, oh, yeah, those yeah. are the same, for and like, sure, and definitely. Like, don't worry, Xbox Xbox users. Still, still pl- there's still plenty of game to play, even without Spider-Man. <laughs> Which is yeah. probably true. Yeah. For sure, yeah, true. Exactly. And that's what's going on with Spider-Man on the Avengers game. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Good segue. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Troy. Um, also, in the, on the controversy side, uh, this is going to be the last topic for today. Uh, Epic decided to fire shots at both Apple and Google, and they started their own payment system inside of Fortnite to purchase V-Bucks from them directly. Um, and not only did they purchase them directly, but they would save 20% in the process. Uh, so both Google and Apple responded by removing the game from their app stores as it violates their terms of service, as you have to use their payment systems, which takes 30% cut for itself. Uh, So many people think, myself included, that this was a bait from Epic so that they can sue both Apple and Google for antitrust violations as they both have a monopoly on their respective platforms. And uh, both companies took the bait as Epic has sued at least Apple as of recording this podcast, and I'm sure Google is to follow. I think in Apple's... uh I don't mean defense, but Apple's first problem was that they didn't approve the them selling whatever it was to the game. Like it wasn't even the discount part of it, which we all know it was obviously the discount part of it and being cut out monetarily. But they said that because they didn't actually put it through and get approval from Apple to be allowed to put that in because it didn't get tested, it didn't get beta, nothing happened with it. So they apparently don't let anyone update their apps without Apple saying, yes, it will work. So it's okay. 
Well, it's not in that. In their terms of service, both Google and Apple say you have to use our payment system for right. anything that's inside your Right, game. and the the, yeah. the articles I read said that Apple was trying to make it sound like it's not because of money. It's yeah, because yeah, we didn't tell you saying, it was okay yeah. to do because you didn't te- let us test it first. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow. If if that was Epic's ploy to to do this whole thing, then then that is like the biggest big like business like twirly mustache thing I've read. <laughs> But I, I don't get how they can sue Apple if Apple's terms of service say, hey, if you want to use us, you have to use our payment system. And then they're like, yeah, but we didn't. And it's like, Because well, it's, okay, well, it's, it's a monopoly thing, though. It's just like Microsoft with their uh, with uh, Internet Explorer and, and the other things that they had included with, their, uh, with, with Windows. It's a monopoly because they own a specific amount of you know, market share. So even if they have it in their in their contract or anything, it's still a monopoly issue, an antitrust I guess, issue. I yeah. don't understand how it's a monopoly because you can buy video games from like lots of different places. Uh, not on the phone though. On your phone, okay. if you have an iPhone, you can only use the app store. Okay. So you can't sideload something. Google, for the most part, you can side st- sideload stuff, but on Google, you can y- usually only install stuff from the Google Play Store. So you can't be on their systems and use a different payment system which right. is a monopoly that you have to pay to Apple or Google. Doesn't everyone have a monopoly then? Like if I have a PlayStation, I can only buy through PlayStation or a Switch, I can only buy through Switch. Mm-hmm. My phone on Apple, I can Oh, only no, buy absolutely. Yeah, this is going to open up a bunch of different oh, things okay. as so far as that's just, concerned. It's kicking, kicking that, that conversation off. Okay. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Good I'm, luck. In, I'm in the same boat. <laughs> yeah, I, I was confused. I was like, but you agreed to this to get them to put it on their platform you know i don't understand any of this mm-hmm. good luck right right i i guess i guess i'll be really interested to see what they do because i bought yeah. an apple knowing i'd only be able to buy things from apple in the same way that i bought a switch knowing i'd only be able to buy things from mm-hmm. nintendo and i'm sure nintendo gets a cut of everything they put on the switch yeah, so i mean i i don't know if i want a world where i can use a bunch of different apps to buy things on my switch i just i like the fact that but i guess mm. we'll find out yeah we'll find out yeah yeah, um, a couple of other companies have have uh, kind of cheered on Epic because of this decision because they also want to be able to do things th- their own way. So we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. I guess it would be more like a TV where like a TV is just blank, and then you add what apps you want to buy things from through through it, like a smart TV. Mm, right. Yeah. Right. Like, right. Like yeah, a Vizio is our TV, but it's not a brand. I don't go through a Vizio store. I have to put on Netflix, Netflix or Hulu, or Sony Amazon, or something. Kind of stuff, yeah. Amazon. Yeah. Maybe that's where they want everything to go. Yeah, but your phone isn't just a screen. It's not like you just bought a monitor. I, I know. I think that yeah. that's what they want to lean in maybe towards is that it is just a screen. <laughs> yeah. Right. Which yeah. I don't know. We'll see where that, it goes. That, that's a lot. You can, yeah. Oh, never mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's interesting conversation that they are starting to kick off. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, uh, that'll do it for the news. But we still have the best segment, which is turn up for what? Turn it for what? And this week is with Joe from Katsusando. Welcome to another firecracker of a week in Animal Crossing. This week, villagers are outraged, Pascal is still annoying, and epic Animal Crossing cosplay is all around us. Many manic villagers have been huffing and puffing at their local town folk as of late, leading the hurt parties to seek the help of their friendly neighborhood human to pass along apologies with a special present. Just make sure to not peek at the perfectly packed parcel before handing it over to its intended villager. Pascal is still an annoying, unpleasing, scallop-eating annoyance. That is all. And lastly, cosplayers all over the world have been paying homage to their favorite New Horizons villagers for months now, quarantine cosplaying many fan favorites with flair. 
Some of these cosplayers deserve a round of applause for their amazing makeup and costuming skills. And that's your Animal Crossing slice of pie this week. This is Joe from Katsusando reminding you to look up for shooting stars, watch your step to avoid pitfalls, and always, always save your rusted parts. Back to you, dragons. Turnip for what? Thank you, Joe. And uh, that will bring us now to our Mighty Morsel Tasty Topic. Mighty Morsel Tasty Topic. Uh, And this week, Manda, you're going to bring it to us, right? Yes, our Tasty Topic this week is something we've talked about a few times, but we wanted to delve a little bit into, is uh, we have somewhat of a divide on our podcast between whether we enjoy our digital games or our physical games. And with the new consoles being released without even a disk drive, it brings up an interesting conversation, um, mostly around um, the digital versus physical divide. So I guess we could start off with where does everyone sit, and then we'll dive a little bit deeper into the the monetary stuff. Sure. I, (laughs) (laughs) yes, Troy, um, I am very much, I I have my, my, my fingers dipped into the digital realm. Um, mostly because, uh, this is a true story. When I was probably around eight years old, I had a dream that I owned a Sega looking device, except it wasn't Sega. It just kind of looked like it. And on my screen was just like every video game that ever existed. And you could just like click on one and then start playing it. Um, and this was like in the early nineties and mid nineties. Um, and to me, the digital world is the closest thing to that dream that I have, that I have had. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm lazy. <laughs> yeah. So I'm on the digital side. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, for myself, um, and I believe Joe included, we are on the physical side. We like to own things physically. Uh, we have a nice um, uh, shelf underneath our TV with all of our games there. Um, it also makes it easier to install games for us just because we don't have to re-download it if we decide mm-hmm. to take it off our system. Uh, so it makes it a little bit nicer to do that. I also just really like having things on my shelf. I like being yeah. able to look at it and go, oh, these are all my games that I own. Yeah. Um, I love seeing the artwork on the sides of them and also on the front it, of them. It sparks joy. Yes, it sparks joy. I would nice. never get rid of them, Marie Kondo. <laughs> <laughs> She's not asking you to. They yeah, spark no, no. joy. <laughs> this, is, this is good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, but that that's how I stand. Uh, I do own a couple of games digitally, but that's because they've either only been released digitally or it's something that I play enough of that I don't feel like I'm lazy like Troy and I don't want to get off the couch to change into it. <laughs> so like Overwatch, I own digitally just in case it's like, ah, I'll play tonight and that way I don't have to switch my sw- swap my discs. Smart. Yeah. What about you, Lewis? Um, for me, uh, I used to be physical like hardcore just physical and then i just saw how much space it took up and i'm like i don't i don't have enough i don't have enough space yet sure to just uh-huh. have physical games this many physical games yeah um so i've actually i think troy is the one that convinced me to oh, switch no. to digital oh no i'm <laughs> yeah. so sorry i mean i'm happy you're there but i don't want to be the reason i think you are <laughs> A part of the reason, yeah. Oh, goodness. Like, once I started to, like, talk to you more, and I'm like, you know what? I think I'll go digital. Have yeah. I heard the good word <laughs> of the digital realm? It just, it, <laughs> I think it's a bit easier space-wise, and also, if, like, a big game comes out, I'm most likely going to be playing that game, but then I'll switch over to Overwatch, and oh. if I own them both physically, I would get annoyed by the very, like, 
almost next to nothing movement I have to make to switch. <laughs> very games. first world problem of getting first off your couch. Problems of, <laughs> I have to switch video games. Well, you Ugh. don't have to switch it anymore, my child. Uh, no. <laughs> what, about, what about you, Joe? I, I yeah, I'm a physical game person. I, yeah. I I really like seeing them on a shelf and going like, hey, you know, I I I am not lazy. I, I actually do not mind getting up and changing which disc I'm playing. I do it a lot. I, Blasphemy. It, yeah, I, I have something wrong with me. I don't know. But I should be lazy because it's a lot easier to just have things loaded on my Switch. Hey. The only games I own digitally are ones that I, I actually had to buy digitally. And then I'd get angry if I saw it physical and I'd be like, damn it, I was holding out for months for a physical copy of this game. <laughs> it almost happened with River City Girls. It'll never let it happen again. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Amanda? I'm, def- I'm definitely all digital. Um, yeah. But that's mostly because uh, uh, my house is very organized and I, I, I'm very specific about what goes where. And <laughs> I have a, a lot of like furniture pieces that I painted or like art things that I have hanging up. And I just don't want like the, I don't want like a bunch of clutter to distract from it. So I'm very particular about like the things that I keep and where I put stuff. Uh, want to get and, rid of clutter in your life? Go digital, my friend. But, but it does mean <laughs> a lot if I do buy a game physically or right. I keep a physical game. Yes. And that's because mm-hmm. it's super important. So it's almost like... The physical games that I have are special uh, yeah. versus just having like everything physically. Sure. That's how it is for me too. Actually, I I own some physical games, but the ones I own now and the ones I will buy probably are just ones that are very important that I've been waiting for. And that like The Witcher Three, I own physically, and I'm glad I do because it comes with like the whole soundtrack to the entire game. Right. Um, yeah. I, I would be interested in getting a physical copy of something if it is like the collector's edition that comes with like I don't know a belt buckle or like something yeah. <laughs> something extra that I can like put I'd, on a shelf or wear. Yeah. I'd a rather helmet. just buy a belt buckle. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's like there was what that Sekiro game that came with like a cool like letter opener and the yeah. and uh, a little figurine like that was you pretty gnarly. You wouldn't just buy a digital game with a letter opener. If you could find me one, <laughs> that'd, <laughs> but, that'd be fine. But the the reason this topic recently came back up is because there's been a rumor that um, that physical games might begin to cost more than digital games. And yes. uh, why? That would make sense. Because with physical games, they're giving you something, and with digital games, they're not. So they, they don't have, have to, to go make through the a physical thing. Yeah, they don't mm-hmm. have to go through the manufacturing or the the same distribution mm-hmm. that they would with digital games. So we wanted to open that up to everyone to be like, what do you think about the possibility of that as our digital versus physical selves? I mean, as a digital person, yes. <laughs> make me play, pay less money, please. It makes sense. I. I actually think that if they do, if this is something that happens, I don't think digital copies are actually going to be less money. I just think mm-hmm. physical copies will be more money, I, I, which sounds yeah. weird. But I, I feel like they're no, still going to nab everybody for 60 bucks or $70. They're just going to make that physical copy 10, 20, yeah. 30, however much more it has to be yeah. for them to make up whatever it would have been a manufacturing yeah. cost, which, you oh. know, they're probably not doing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sixty bucks is already not that bad for some of the games that I've gotten. Red Dead yeah. Redemption Two for oh sixty God. bucks. That is game a, is well worth more than a, sixty dollars. Yeah, it's a steal. Yeah, um, for the amount uh, of hours that you put into it. Yeah, for myself, uh, I I used to have the the Best Buy uh, Ultimate Rewards gaming thing, uh, which used to be twenty percent off all games that they sold, and unfortunately they ended it. But when that was going on it was so great to be able to buy things physically because I got 20% off of them. And so there's a lot of things that, you know, even if I did think about buying them digitally, I was saving $12 essentially on each one of these games, which did push me towards physical. So I think if it was $10 off or, you know, less than $10 or 
you know, like Joe said, the physical is $10 more. I don't know what I would do because I, I, I think I might be like Manda, where if it's a game that I, I probably might mean a lot to me, I'd buy physically. Mm-hmm. But if it is $10 less, I might just go with the digitally. Aren't you, know? you already seeing that a bunch? Like on Steam, whenever they have Steam sales, there's a lot of very big games on there that are just like a third of the price. And there yeah, but is... You can't- you can't beat GameStop's bargain bin, which is just like, here. But, here's a $60 game for $4. Yeah, but the difference is like going to a Steam store, it's, it's I guess, easier to find because it's usually right. prominent or you can search for it or you read an article with the GameStop. It's different for every single store. You just well, have to kind of go and hope that they have something that, at that price that you want. It's like but going like to the Good Witcher, Will, but GameStop. Yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> there's fun in that. Don't but, get me wrong. But like right now, if you buy The Witcher 3, it might be $40. But I know if I go to GameStop, I could probably get it for, for five bucks. But, but here's, so here's the other game. thing though, is like it, what condition is it going to be? One of the reasons why I don't do physical anymore because I'm bad with handling games. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I do not have the same care that Brian and Joe and you, you two probably have as well where like, like I'm going to scratch my game because I'm just bad at it. I'll either drop it or I'll put, I'll put it on top of the PlayStation and just let it sit there and collect dust. Like, I won't put it away. I'll lose it. I'll, I'll, I'll lose it. I, I, I get that <laughs> So then. digital, yeah. I never, I haven't lost a game in three years. <laughs> I haven't scratched it. Whenever I want it, I just re-download it. Like, it, for me and where I'm at, it, the maintenance of, of, uh, of I get physical... That. Yeah. I don't have to worry about. And when you're going to the store, I don't have to worry about it being scratched by some previous person or something. They, I've never had a, a used game from GameStop, and I buy used games okay. fairly frequently. I've never had them not work. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but I yeah. get that fear. I mean, I, I, used, I used to have that in games because I try to handle my games as if they're gold. Even books. I never open books past a certain point so that the spine <laughs> doesn't crease. <laughs> I'm just picturing like, like tiny Legitimately, a book. like I open it like just like this. I don't open it like this, so it doesn't crease. And with comics do you, too. Do you own the book? Yes. Yeah, that's so it's your funny. book. You can you can I know. Pay. I don't want it damaged. It's it's a preference. If it's if it's, it's if it's a, a book that I love, I don't I want it, it damaged. Yeah. yeah. I get that. I don't like no, I don't I like spines it. of books it. or anything being bent, so I have that same problem where it's like I will only open books a certain way because I don't want to see that book on a shelf yeah. with a spine like like line through it. Like it it causes like a weird anxiety and I can't handle it. Yep, but I, sure I will is. say partially one of the reasons I think I will continue to stay physical with everything is I am an older sibling and I have forever given my my younger siblings my video games when I was done with them. So for me, that extra 10 bucks isn't that big a deal mm-hmm. because I'm going to mm-hmm. go hand that to my little brother in a month. I'm going to go hand that to my little sister in a month. You know, like yeah. so for me, it's like I, three of us got to play that game. Not one of us got to play that game. You can't share digital games. Which like, you sucks. can't do that. And that's one of the and great well, things about physical. You can't, you can't resell them you either. You can share digital games. As long as they're on the same console. So if I mm-hmm. if I sign on to your console, I can be on my name and I can play your game. Yeah. So so you and I can play the same game as long as we're in the same house. So you can't share the game with people outside Actually, of your household. Yeah. But you could log you could go to a friend's house, log into your account, and they could play your game. As Correct. long as that's your main console. Yeah. Correct. And yeah. and and to be honest, I'm just talking from a PlayStation standpoint, but like HIO, like I can send that link to whoever and they can play all those games that I own. And Steam, I think, has some leniency when it comes to reselling or reselling the games, but uh, refunding if you play a game for like a, a week or something. You could. It's you less can than two hours. Out. Yeah, as long as it's, you've played it for less than two mind. hours and it's, it's within <laughs> two weeks of you buying it, you can refund oh, wow. it. Really okay, cool. okay, okay. I hear you. Um, um, and but the thing, so you, so you were saying earlier about how Steam, about how it's it's so easy because it's digital. Yeah. The thing also is with Steam, almost no games are released physically on PC, and those that are come with a code to download it online. Yep. They don't even okay. come with discs anymore. Right. So that is 
the problem slash solution with PC. You don't even have the option. Yeah, so I, I that, that might be where that's where going. The, yeah. But I also don't. I'm also kind of really happy that I have a physical copy of Red Dead Redemption 2 because mm-hmm. both of you guys had to download it the entire game, which is a hundred and something gigabytes. Yeah. yeah whereas it took, myself, it took Lewis like a day and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whereas myself, really I just had two discs. I popped them both in there and I was ready to play within an hour. It'll, you know? It didn't take us very. What did it oh, yeah. Take it us took us two, two hours? hours. Oh, yeah. yeah. On, on no, right. so, mm. Fair enough. But, know, you know, especially with now with data limits coming into play now, too, a lot of companies aren't having unlimited downloads anymore. Right. They're placing, mm-hmm. you know, one terabyte limit, two terabyte limit, whatever. Mm-hmm. So that I will also come away from you downloading your games like, oh, well, I can only download three games this month or something like that. Right. Because I imagine each that one those is would, like 100 gigs. That those will probably work in alignment with one another. If it becomes more prominent that people have to spend more time downloading large yes. files i don't think that the cable company would be like hey you're restricted to this amount if it's very common that people are more than right. that i think i'm my, not saying they won't charge you for it but i mean my console is so. also really old it's like launch I, I, <laughs> I like the launch ps4 it's, it's chugging it's seven yeah. years old yeah. never updated I, it speaking yeah. of launch though like upgraded it i mean oh, yeah. uh, I was like, <laughs> it's never, never updated, updated. no <laughs> speaking of launch though like there is definitely a a, a two sides of the coin when it comes to launch games like for me i am really down into pre-downloading the game over the week so that midnight when it releases i'm instantly playing but i lose out on that nostalgic kind of fun feeling of waiting till midnight at, at at a game store you know in line Six feet apart from people. Well, today, yeah, six feet. (laughs) I'd be worried about if I was doing it back then. (laughs) You're you're completely actually in the right on this one. Um, When Animal Crossing was coming out and the fear that went over me that stores would be closed by the Friday it came out, I was like, screw that. I am totally, I'm going to have to buy this digitally. I already have a physical copy paid for, but it doesn't matter. They're getting me for twice because I was afraid I wouldn't be able to go to a store to actually buy the game. Like Ghost of Tsushima came out. And you got to play it at midnight. And I was like, oh, man, yeah. this is so cool. I got to wait till tomorrow at 10 o'clock when, when Best Buy opens and I can go buy my copy. Right. So I actually, I digital all the way for for that. I, it, I'm always with, so jealous of you guys. And with Assassin's Creed, you got to play it three days before it actually came out. Which is crazy. you pre-ordered it, mm-hmm. the, the version, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Absolutely. So I, I do think it's going to be very interesting going forward what they decide to do with physical versus digital. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's a good topic. Nicely good done, Amanda. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and now that will bring us to our dragon of the week. Do 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 do. It's the dragon of the week. Oh, it's so sleek. It's the dragon of the week. Oh, it's not meek. Dragon of the week. Dragon of the week. Dragon of the week is our chance. To show a little love to the industry icons that have helped make this video game industry that we love to spend all week on. <laughs> Especially on Twitch. Check it out every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Oh my god, we're an ad. <laughs> Always time for an ad. Ryan, did you turn the ad blocker off? <laughs> um, so yeah, we love to honor uh, somebody from the industry and also not just honor them, but also learn about them. And uh, this week we're going to learn something uh, from our friend Brian. Uh, who has a dragon for us this week. Take it away, Brian. Oh, thank you for calling me your friend. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> you betcha, bud. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I will be doing the dragon of the week this week, and my dragon this week is Yoshinori Ono, who is executive producer and godfather of the Street Fighter series. Fight. So, yep, fight. 
<laughs> uh, so Yoshinori Ono, growing up, was a pretty geeky kid. Uh, in middle school, he would go to the bookstore and read programming books. He would read like three or four pages at a time, memorize them, then go across the street and write them down in his notebook, then go back across the street to the bookstore, memorize another three or four pages, and then just continue that in a loop. That's what he liked to do. Uh, that's a great way to steal. Yeah, yeah isn't it? Uh, <laughs> I mean, no, no money. No. That's a good workaround. No, it's not. <laughs> it's terrible. He, it would have been so much easier, taken so much less time to just steal it. <laughs> but integrity. This is, this is Japan. You're not going to recover from that type of loss of honor if you get costume. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, so this being the 80s, though, being a geeky kid was not exactly popular with the ladies. So when he got to high school and realized this, he decided to learn an instrument because all the girls would go and, and like go to like boy band concerts and cheer those guys on. So why not do it for him? Well, un- unfortunately, the instrument he chose to learn was the keyboard, which, <laughs> you know, as you might know, isn't any better than memorizing lines of code to high school girls. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, he didn't have any luck when it came to that. Yeah, so, there's like a hierarchy. There's like guitar, yeah. like front guitar man, drummer, bassist, and then keyboard dude. <laughs> yeah, they're, at the, they're right at the bottom. We forgot what, what, singer. Singer's normally number what, one. Oh, singer's you're right, right. The lead, the lead. Yeah. The front what, what, man. Yeah. what year is this again? This is in the 80s. This is the okay, mid 80s. Yeah, so definitely. Definitely. Yeah, yes. Keyboardist <laughs> is down there. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. In the 80s, it might be at the top. Synth? Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was not, big. Not in Japan. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So, uh, so even though he was learning music in high school, he still kept his love of computers, which drove his desire to go to college at a school that had a supercomputer, and not just a supercomputer, but he wanted to be able to use said supercomputer. So he looked up different degrees in schools and came about to architectural mechanics so he could use one. <laughs> that's a nerd guys i don't know if you know yeah, this or not that, that's, but that's a nerd that's so nerd i didn't even hit, get the punchline no, he's like, he's, so there, awesome. was, there was a really pretty machine in there and they're yeah. like what do you want to go to college for and he's like whatever lets that. me play with that gotcha yes <laughs> so while at school though he began to specialize in rendering fluid and 3d graphics program which again, this being the late 80s, was not easy to do. Right. Um, and he was doing so well with this that during his fourth year, his mentor told him that he could stay and do postgraduate work for it. Oh, wow. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. You might know how earlier I said that he learned the keyboard to impress the ladies in high school. Uh huh. Well, college Ono got smarter and he started to learn the guitar. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, that's the one. That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. So this ended up being much more successful with the ladies, but it also helped him in other areas, mainly being him getting a job. Uh, While he was deliberating going to postgraduate school or going out and getting a job, he saw a job ad in a magazine for Capcom to be a composer. And uh, he was like, yo, I can make games, make music, and get paid while doing it? I'm in. So he went home, made a demo of him playing the guitar, and sent it to, to Capcom. And a couple of days later, he gets a call and they're like, hey, yo, we, we would like you to come in for an interview. Uh, so he goes to the interview and that same night after it, he gets a call and they offered him to start the very next week. <laughs> so his, his decision was pretty much made for him. <laughs> uh, so he starts there and his very first project is to create music for a wrestling game called Muscle Bomber. 
And uh, he was excited because he was like, yo, I'm going to have all this freedom to make whatever I want for music. And then came the realization that he only had two kilobytes worth of memory to write all of the music. (laughs) And not only that, he also had to write it all in binary in order to keep the file size small enough to fit. Sexy. Mm. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But remember when I said how he was a nerd? Yes. This all came in handy uh, with all of his programming knowledge. And so he was able to do it. Right, because he went from being, yeah, he was a keyboarder. So, I mean, like, it, it all kind of came together. Yeah, well, yeah. He programming, used, keyboarding. Yeah, programming, yeah. keyboarding. Programming, using keyboard, yeah, all that jazz. It all came together. You know, so, he, you know, he's talking about keyboard, the instrument, not keyboard on a computer, right? Hmm? Just, you know, Wait, he's not a, playing the keyboard. Okay. Wait, <laughs> you get that, right? He's just clack, 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 right? Yeah. In the band? Yeah, yeah yep, totally. That's, that's the, how you yes, make music. That's how it sounds. That's how you, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I understood. Go ahead. Uh, so his very next job that they had him do was to port over the music for Street Fighter 2X by writing all of its music in binary as well if he thought that job was bad the next one was even worse Street Fighter Alpha was doing great for the company but they had all these extra arcade motherboards that they couldn't do anything with because they were older so the company came up with having Alpha on these boards as well as, as well as the newer ones uh, so they ordered him to make the music port for the older motherboard in less than three weeks. Oof, he explained nice. that the difference between the capabilities of the motherboards was like making a PS3 game work on a PS1. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, it was pretty crazy. But he did it, though. And he, he, he said that uh, at, at one point he was getting up at 7 a.m., working all day on code, and then go to sleep at 2 a.m. in the office and then wake up again in the office at 7 a.m. and start it all over. And he, he said he did that for about two years between all of his different games that he made. Damn. He never showered? Um, no. Nope. I'm sure. I don't know. You, you got to ask him that. <laughs> That's not my question. <laughs> uh, but anyways, while he was working on Street Fighter 3, he began to manage human resources for the sound team. Uh, so he was basically a producer, but they didn't use that term back then. So one of the higher-ups at Capcom, uh, Kaiji Inafuni, was watching how he was worked and offered him to manage all the sounds for Onimusha 1, 2, and 3. Obviously not at the same time, you know, just over time. He ended up doing it for all three of them. Uh, So he did, and the even higher-ups liked what he did and offered him to produce a title all on his own. Um, Now, he was working on Onimusha 4 at the time, and he was feeling pretty guilty about Street Fighter. Uh, He was one of the people to work on the last Street Fighter, which was Third Strike. And the company didn't want to make them anymore because they didn't make any money. Like, Street Fighter 3 Third Alpha was, at the time, inside the company. Like, all right, this is the best we can do for Street Fighter. And, you know, this is going to be the pinnacle. It's going to do great. And it didn't sell well at all. So the company was like, well, if you guys think the pinnacle of Street Fighter uh, can't sell, then we're just not going to make them anymore. And he felt personally guilty because he worked on that game, you know? Uh, So he didn't want Street Fighter to be relegated to being dead. So he thought there was still life in the series, even if literally everyone else at Capcom didn't think so. And I do mean almost literally everybody else at Capcom did not think Street Fighter was going to be a thing. He kept writing letters to the higher-ups saying he wanted to produce a new Street Fighter game, but they always came back with no. This is just not going to happen, man. So he started talking to journalists and fans whenever he was getting interviews and dropping little hints like, hey, you know, if you guys want another Street Fighter, you guys got to make the noise to get so it gets attention because I'm not going anywhere with what I can do. I have no power in this. He's like, he's like, no, literally, this isn't like a cute thing. Like, no, no, seriously, seriously. start <laughs> saying you stuff. You need to like firefly this thing if yeah. you want it to happen. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and that in turn did work. 
Uh, he was given the green light to make a prototype for a new Street Fighter, and he ran with it. Oh, what's um, he going to call it? <laughs> oh, I, you want to know what it is? Because I'm about to tell you. <laughs> he says even up until the release date of Street Fighter 4, no one at Capcom believed it was going to make any money. Wow. They, wow. they just let him do it because fans were clamoring for it, but they didn't think it was going to work at all. Uh, no one in the other departments would even help him with the advertising of it or anything else. So he, in turn, had to be the face of it. He went Jeez. out, talked it up, gave interviews, met with fans. He was a one-man marketing machine. Wow. Uh, so the game comes out, and you know how well it does. It, it does amazingly. <laughs> yeah. It was so good, it made me almost want to play Street Fighter. Almost. <laughs> Not quite, but almost. Almost. <laughs> there was a nine-year gap in between Street Fighter Three Third Strike yeah. and Street Fighter Four. Yeah, and, wow. and and visually it was just dynamic. That's a huge. Oh yeah, game. yeah, yeah. He made the he made the switch to to 3D, um, yeah. and it worked really well for them. Um, he would go on to executive produce Street Fighter Five and pretty much become the face of Street Fighter. Uh, he would affectionately be called the Godfather of Street Fighter because he took it under his wing and personally made it happen. Um, and uh, unfortunately, though, just last week he decided to step down from his position at Capcom. And uh, we don't know what he's going to be doing going forward. So, wow. you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But just last week? Just last week. Um, yeah. I remember he, he gave an interview in 2012 or 2013. Um, actually, no, sorry, 2012, where he, at the time he had just been hospitalized because he was so overworked Aww. that his blood <sighs> was basically like he just ran a marathon. He actually ended up collapsing Gosh. in his home. Uh, after he had done all these different interviews and like flew worldwide, and he when he got home, he collapsed in his home, and his wife found him and took him to the hospital, and that's when they found out, hey man, uh, what's been going on? So oh, he's he's been overworked for quite a while. Like I said, he worked two years pretty much exclusively in the office. Um, so he hasn't said what the reasoning behind it was, but I I'm, I kind of have a feeling that might have something to do with it personally probably i do hope that we're past the days and we were not because you hear about it in the news all the time of, of yes. overworking people in the, in the games industry just to, to to make get their passions done yes uh, and then like usually then that's used it as an example for people to be yeah. like well if you really believe in something you gotta go all the way mm -hmm. like, uh not at the cost of your health your family, <laughs> yeah exactly or, yeah your family or, yeah yeah, um, yeah. so uh, i'd like to end this though at least on 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 him uh with a quote of his which nice. is what fuels my passion is the community. In my philosophy, Street Fighter is the game, but really it's a tool. It's like playing cards or chess or tennis. It's really about the people. Once you know the rules, it's up to the players to put themselves in the game to choose the nuance of how they want to play and express themselves. I think fighting games flourish because it's it was a social game. If it had been a purely single-player thing, it would never would have grown so popular, which is why he is so vocal in the community and 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 he truly does love the fans he, he loves getting involved with them and everything. that's a fantastic way to look at fighting games yeah yeah honestly yeah. and there's a so, community huge community built they have, oh, absolutely they have huge tournaments yeah like worldwide tournaments yeah and in his letter he actually uh of of stepping down from the company he actually explicitly mentions the fighting game community and he he loves doing all of the events doing actually being there with the fans because it's actually the fans that made street fighter 4 happen so he yeah he he completely loves them it's right. great well thanks so, and thanks yeah, brian you're that was yoshinori ono right on i think we're on street fighter 6 now street fighter That's 5 a, street fighter, street 5. fighter 5 6 is rumored 
Yes, yeah, six like is rumored. Although there it. just came out with a whole bunch of, it's rumored that a whole bunch of new characters are going to be coming later this year, early next year. So, wow. okay, for cool. Street Fighter Five, cool. But yeah, good luck to him wherever he goes. Uh, and he's he seems like a really awesome guy. If you ever see any of his interviews, any of his anything, he seems really personable and down to earth. Hopefully, awesome. he's going to like a chair to sit in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get, get some tea, Watch just relax. The sunset. Yeah, enjoy the fruits of your labor. Yes. Absolutely. So, unfortunately, though, with that, that'll be the end of this week's episode. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, but you can always find us online, right, Troy? Check us out on Instagram at Taste of Dragons to be updated on all of our happenings throughout the week. Happenings like our Twitter indie developer extravaganza. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was it. <laughs> We uh, finally give you an opportunity to do an ad, and that's it. On, that's yeah. it. On Twitter, we have a we, we definitely like to highlight a bunch of indie games. So check us out on Twitter at Taste of Dragons. Um, if you want some more info on some really cool finds um, that that we come across, check us out on Twitch at Taste of Dragons as well. We do a show every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday evening. It's a lots of fun, and we're we're really enjoying our time there. Yeah. And uh, I think those are the main three things that we're on. Check us out on YouTube as well. We're we're trying to make some more con- content. And That's it's right. also another That's place right. you can listen to the podcast. Yeah. And um, I think either this week or next week, we're going to be on Saturdays. We're going to be going back with Jen, our friend Jen. She's going to be going back to playing The Last of Us number one. Okay. So, great. Wow. yeah, look forward to that. It's, it's, it's a whole lot of fun with her. She's pretty amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. She's amazing on, on the stream, and, and, and it's great. So, Man, but yeah. going to mess her up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that'll do it for us. As always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. Amanda. I'm Lewis. And I'm Joe. And we are the The Taste of Dragons. Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.